0: <laughs> Bradley, Inverna, and Scylla rode south towards Leilon, where Bradley and Scylla were able to bond a bit. Outside of Leilon, the trio realized that the townsfolk had fled from some unknown threat in the swamp. As Bradley and Inverna were being informed of the situation, cultists of Talos attacked. After the fight, Bradley learned some important information and found a strange pair of glasses. Now will he and Inverna be able to save Leilon?
1: My name is thorin george my name is luke and this is
0: modular I have
1: that's right by you luke <laughs> these are the pre-written stories made up by the folks who made up dungeons and dragons we didn't write them but we're here to run them for you and why would you do that <laughs> Well, Cajun Critter, maybe you're a DM who is thinking about running a particular campaign and you want to get a feel for how it plays out. Maybe you're a player who's already been in this particular campaign and you want to reminisce on the good old days. Maybe you were displaced in time and the concept of of being able to hear someone else talk through a, a, a device is strange to you but you just so happen to stumble onto this and and it reminds you of the good old days and so now you're here and listening wow that snapped me out of the bayou
0: okay well wow you should be warned, each of our episodes will take on a part of these pre-written adventures. That means there are major spoilers for the key plot points of each story we are running, and right now we're running Stormlord's Wrath, and not only are we running that, but it's a sequel to Dragon of Ispire Peak, so if you haven't read either of those, it's just, it's going to fuck with you. So, if you don't want those spoilers, you should leave now. There's another warning we should offer them. That's right, Thorne. Modular is not a podcast for children. It contains explicit language as well as adult themes like sex, alcohol, drug use, violence. And in today's episode, it could be a bit triggering because there's a potential for violence against children. So if that messes with you at all, maybe skip past some parts. Uh, I'll make it very obvious when that's happening. Oh, wow. An actual warning. Holy shit. Yeah. So please be aware of these not-so-kid-friendly themes. Now, without further ado, welcome to Modular. And our Session 5 of Stormlord's Wrath. Well, um got any got any good banter lately? Um
1: No, I actually have a banter deficiency. I was talking to my doctor about it and she says it's perfectly normal for, you know, young men my age, but you know, I still feel kind of weird about
0: it. Are you getting subscribe uh subscribed? Are you getting subscribed to Banteralia? Yeah. Banteralia. It's the drug that keeps you funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, um, Dine. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the greatest joke of them all. Yeah, no, we did some uh we did some blood samples, we got some x-rays. we Hold on, I just got an email about it.
0: Oh, shit. What does it say? Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. The the test um, results are in. Yeah, there is a
1: uh there's a mass blocking my Banter my banter, banter, my banter, no, my banter organ, my banter excreting organ. Oh, not discreeting. your balls. Excreting. Yeah. And, um,
0: it's malignant. Oh, malignant. <laughs> well, um, what does that mean? Like death or, um, yeah, but... they're going to have to do a pretty invasive, uh, surgery. Oh,
1: and the I anus? might. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Because as everyone knows, your banter excreting organs are deep within your uh, lower intestines.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, I mean, wh- like what happens, they put an RC car up there, and they fucking, they drive it around, and shoo, shoo, and it's got like a bomb of medicine on it, and just fucking. No,
1: they're going to do a, uh, a, like an inner space kind of thing, um, where they're going to send in a little submarine. Mm-hmm full of people this was an
0: episode of the magic school bus i think
1: yeah yeah i remember and then this the bus turned back into normal size and killed the kid yeah the guy uh, yeah
0: that and that one did get pulled from the air i remember that
1: one did get pulled from the air yeah. but it was on the johnny, DVD. We, we, johnny
0: we have that clip right yeah yeah can we can we play that can we can, can we play that yeah yeah let, let's hear that let's hear that clip this just in the magic school bus is fucking canceled <laughs> They're blowing up kids left and right on that show. Do not let your child watch the Magic School Bus. You need to put on a, a rerun of Grey's Anatomy before you got them watching the Magic School Bus. Okay, this is this is John Pepperjack Cheese reporting for CBS News. Yeah, back to you, Lionel. Wow, I mean that that was on the news. That was hard hitting stuff, you know. And that was like right after 9-11. So all of that stuff, I mean, that was not good. Whew,
1: that's crazy. How you and John Pepperjack Cheese. You know, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, R.I.P. Um, John Pepperjack. Yeah, have the same voice. Oh, well, he's my dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well. I had to change my last name from Pepperjack Cheese to Job because everyone was just shouting anti dairy slurs at me all the time. Oh, uh, that makes so much sense. <sighs> oh, all right. Should we get? Should we get for real with this? Shit? Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's just let's. You know what? Let's stop fucking around. All right. We got an audience to please here. We going to stop. We gotta stop jerking, jerking their chain.
1: Uh, I hated that bit.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, you are currently at thirty-one HP. I have yes, and Inverna's at twenty-one. So neither of you is looking good. Inverna is going to go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll wait on that. Actually, you see the townspeople. They realize it's safe. They're slowly starting to come out of the of the woodwork. Um, I gotta remember everyone's voices. I don't remember I don't remember don't remember the guard's voice. I don't remember it. I don't remember it gang I really don't. I don't know if he spoke, did he? Oh no, maybe he just banged on his shield.
1: I think he did just bang on his shield good, good so you good. could you could come up with an original voice right now
0: mm mm yes yes, yes. you see he he walks out kind of showing everyone it's safe because he's obviously incredibly brave, and he says. All right, everyone. Now, now you can see that everything is fine. Please, please come back out. There's nothing to fear here. And everyone kind of walks out. Um, a few people look at you, Bradley, and they look hopeful. They they look happy that you are on the scene. Excellent. Meanwhile, you also see some people look at Inverna, and they look kind of scared of her. Oh yeah, cause
1: she just she just straight. Merck that guy
0: yep that 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 gender fluid person yeah, stabbed through the mouth, and she's to blame she g- she she gives she gives elves a bad name <laughs> the the dragonborn that was speaking earlier walks back over uh towards you and he says yes i i, I need you I need you to know uh that it was very brave and and, and made Lathander shine his light upon you. I am I'm very glad you were on the scene, mister Copper. But let let me go ahead and tell you there are still children in danger back Can in. Can I introduce on. my name to him? Um he is a part of the city council and they got word that you were coming. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But he holds out a hand and he says My name is Marigold. Bradley Copper, actual service. It's nice to meet you. Uh, you see Griselda walks back over the dwarf, and she says, um, right, well, that was quite heroic, and we do appreciate you, Uh, really we do, but is there any way you'd be willing to venture into the town, save those wee babes?
1: Oh, absolutely, that's what I was just talking to Inverna about before that whole attack happened.
0: She kind of waves awkwardly at the, the crowd, Inverna Nightbreeze, everybody Good? Good to meet you. Used to be the sheriff in Phandalin. And, uh... I need you to make me a perception check. Okay. Can do. A natural 20. So there's some murmuring. While you are saying everything and and Inverna saying everything, you very distinctly hear one townsperson say to another townsperson, Oh yeah, that's the woman that abandoned Phandalin. Interesting. Scylla walks back up to you and she says Oh my gosh, you guys You guys were brilliant. You did so- I mean, I literally I cannot even imagine a cooler fight scene than what just happened. That was so freaking awesome. Um, are you guys okay? Like, could I cast a healing word on anybody with that help? Oh, yeah, no, sure, please. That would be great. She uh, sings a little ditty. I still have her bardic inspiration, don't I? You do. So she's going to cast uh, well, She only has first level spell. She's going to give one to each of you. Um, she says, um, Bradley Copper, I don't want anyone to stop your amazingness. And she gives you <laughs> 2 HP back. Makes sense. And then she says, Inverna Night Breeze, this will be a breeze for you. And she gives Inverna 4 HP back. Mm. Uh Inverna kind of watches as one gash on her arm starts to seal up a little bit, and she says, Well, that wasn't much, but thanks, I guess. And you see it up in the top right corner of the screen. Scylla will remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Scylla.
1: I I appreciate it. I'm feeling much better than I was
0: just a minute ago. She kind of nods and smiles and says... Yes, of course. I am I'm really I'm really glad I could help. Um good luck. And We don't need luck. We've got this. Inverna says a quick prayer to Timora, uh, Timora, we might need luck. And, <laughs> and uh, the two of you What's the opposite of Timora? What's the
1: god of of, of bad luck? I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, the god idea. of bad luck.
0: I have no idea. I'm going to um I'm going to let Inverna use her second needs some more HP. She's at 25 of 52. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... So she gets 13 HP back. You said I picked up a Potion of Greater Healing Yes, potion off of, of greater that Cultist? Healing.
1: I think I'm gonna use that. Okay. What do I
0: roll? Uh, it's 4d4 <laughs> plus 4. Okay. I think that's right. It's definitely forty-four. 17. Hell yeah. So you're that's back gonna up... put me at 50. Nice, and now to be. All right, ready to but that. currently you definitely look better than Inverna, but Hell yeah.
1: As as I mean, Inverna like riding our horses that yeah, that's way.
0: A, completely up to you. If you want to leave your are horses, we with we You You uh, you get a feeling like these. All these people obviously are the people you're going to be working for. You, yeah. You feel comfortable leaving your horses with them, but also if you wanted the mounted combat help. Well, I'm just because you know I don't know if like what's the. What's the
1: urgency of this situation? Oh, there's there's likely urgency, but also horses are loud. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Invetta,
0: let's head out. On foot or on horse? On foot. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say you two are running. Um, okay. Just to, you know, get there as as quickly as possible. Um, what is your constitution modifier? My constitution modifier, I think, is zero. Or, or sorry, what, sorry what, your constitution score is what, a 10 and 11? It's 11. Okay, Um. you're you're sprinting your ass off for a mile in armor holding weapons. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Inverna's doing the same thing. She's got a con of 14, but she's wearing plate mail. I got a 17. Inverna got a 10. She's going to suffer one level of exhaustion. You are not. Oh, um, yeah. You, you got that good cardio, but Inverna's struggling a bit with her new plate mail. Uh, so she is going to have disadvantage in all of her scale, on all of her Inverna,
1: skills. her I know this isn't the right time to talk about it, but we really got to work on your people skills, girl.
0: She is kind of running next to you and says, Bradley, uh, you can fuck yourself, alright? Why don't you just be the face? <laughs> and I'll just not be charismatic. I've never been charismatic before, unless it comes to the women, which I'm interested in. And by the way, Fuck you. Once again, that total babe back there, Wayside in, is straight, and I'm mad at you for that.
1: It's not my fault.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I have, I have to have blame someone, and you're next to me. Uh, <laughs> um, she says, uh, as she's running, she says, What do you even care about, Morticia? Don't you have Elsa to worry about? Or are you going to give up on that? Well, I,
1: I figured I'd never gonna see Elsa again, so I might as well try and distract
0: myself. Uh, Vernon says, you're probably right, you will never see her again. It sucks for you. <laughs> she, uh, she keeps running alongside you. The two of you near Leilon. I'm going to send you a picture of Leilon. Oh. Um, you... This is a first. Yes, it is. Audience. Um... <laughs> So here's what I would like you to do is once this episode releases the day of, um, would you mind posting this to our Instagram so that people can see what this town looks like? Uh, and you can check us out on Instagram at the modular podcast. Thorne, would you like this, uh, via Facebook or let's do that. Okay. Yeah. We don't use that as often, so. Now, I'm not going to go too much into descriptors of this map. I want this to be for you, but obviously it still is an audio, audio medium, so I don't want us to yeah. be describing so much that our listeners feel lost. Yeah, we're not talking here. <laughs> oh, the white couch.
1: That couch was green, Papa.
0: <laughs> okay. So you are approaching from the northwest... You're coming down this long road. You pass this kind of dilapidated couple of houses, but you see that there has been a wall built for the most part. It's made out of wood. Um, It's still being built. But you see that the progress on the town's rebuilding has been slow, it appears. The holes for a palisade have been dug, but only a few logs are in place. At the center of the ruins, a tall tower, mostly collapsed, rests atop a bluff. The only intact stone building sits at the bottom of the bluff, its white facade bearing the mark of Lathander. There is an intact wooden building closer to the water marsh at the southwest side of town, smoke rising from two chimneys. I need you to go ahead and make me a stealth check. Okay. Inverna is doing the same thing. She she would have disadvantage already for wearing heavy armor, so she's extra disadvantaged. but I'm not going to do that. She just does. I
1: have uh, advantage on stealth checks.
0: Nice. Okay, her first one was fantastic. So... Uh, I got a 19. You uh, realize one thing about Leilon. It's incredibly muddy. So, yeah. So... You are a lot doing of squelching your, of our feet. There's some squelching of your feet. You're doing your absolute best to not squelch, and you're doing a good job. You are your boots of elven kind are helping you just kind of glide across stealthily. Unfortunately, you hear squelch, squelch from Inverna, and then you hear her plate mail banging against each other as she has to yank her legs back out of the mud over and over again. Not good. Not good.
1: Inferno, do you think you could do that a little more quietly?
0: You see, in front of this building stands a tiefling dressed in blue robes. This is Nixios, who you were warned about. Uh, I think in the last episode I said Nixios was a man. I think that, uh, that cultist might have said that. That's my bad. She raises her hands to the sky and dark clouds appear in response before the tiefling at the end of the swampy water stand stands one human a great axe raised in his hands who chants in response to her at her feet you see two small children probably about 5 years old and they look unconscious but they, you don't see any blood. They're definitely not dead. But they look like they are in danger. Um, here's the good thing for hey, you. Hey, is Nixiosa, so babe? Uh, she has a Davy Jones type of beard uh, with tentacles coming out of her face. She is hideous. Oh. Um, here's the good thing for you. This one dude with the axe is completely focused on Nixios' prayer. Okay. Nixios is going to have disadvantage on her perception check of Inverna. Inverna rolled a 6 on her stealth check. (laughs) Of course she did. But if I roll a 3 or lower with disadvantage, you will not be noticed. That is a 12. That is a 6. As Nixios is chanting this prayer up to the heavens. And you see, I mean, thunder is rumbling. Whatever she is doing, it is way more effective than what you saw when they were trying to raise Gorthok. Gorthok, it was like, you. there was no visible sign that anything was working other than a storm overhead. But this, like, as she's speaking, you watch her hands move and the clouds move with her. She turns her head, and she sees Inverna trying to pull her boots out of the mud. I need you to go ahead and roll initiative. Got an 11. I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) Inverna rolled a nat one. Inverna's really fumbling today. Little bit. Little bit. Here we go. Okay. Okay. So, you rolled an 11. Yes. You rolled natty 1. And at the top of the order, it is your turn. <laughs> what? I was just thinking. It's a
1: very bad thought, so I'm not going to talk about it. But Oh my
0: gosh. Okay, yeah, let's keep those to ourselves. Um, and Inverna is only at.
1: How far away
0: from me is Nixios? You are about uh, 200 feet off. The book says 500. I thought that was... It would be very hard for them to notice you at that distance. Yeah. So... Just for the future DMs out there. Okay. Interesting.
1: Well, then I'm gonna uh, try and sneak my little way over to Nixios as close as I can get. Even if I have to use my action for a dash. Alright, go ahead and do that. Roll me stealth. Like a little sneaky dash. I have advantage on stealth. That first one was a 21. This one was a 22.
0: Alright, you... uh, Nixios has managed to spot Inverna. Not you. Uh, You move 60 feet. I'm going to say you see... You're along, like, the southern kind of road, I guess. There's not really any buildings Mm. off to your right. You see there's swampland, which would be south to you. So off to your left, north, there are lots of buildings, and you're (laughs) weaving in between those. Um, You you move 60 feet up. Do you have a bonus action? I also
1: want to, yeah, I also want a bonus action misty step
0: to get even 30, 30 feet closer. Oh, shit. All right, so you're now 90 feet. And you got 110 to go to get to Nixius. Cool. That's my turn? That's my turn. Hmm. <laughs> you see this berserker who has his axe raised to the sky. Uh, it's as if he, like, knows that Nixius knows something. He looks down, sees Inverna, and he starts sprinting towards her, axe in hand, um, he's only he moves up 60 feet and with his dash, and that's it. I mean, he's just sprinting in the mud. Which puts him also 50 feet from you, but he doesn't notice you. Hmm. Nixios is still holding one hand up towards the sky, but she looks out towards Inverna, and you hear her voice Boom. It's not that she's yelling, it's like magic is ki- like making her voice echo. As she's speaking, honestly, softly, but it can be heard throughout the town. You're sure of it. She says, If you if want you these want children, you want children to live, live back, back away now. now. Surrender, Surrender unto Talos. And she's going to cast command on Inverna and say... Throw your sword into the water. Does command have that much of a range? Oh, wait, no. Command is only 60 feet. And command is the one-word command. I'm, I'm thinking of suggestion. Damn. She doesn't do any of that. But she does tell Inverna that these kids are in danger, and she needs to cool off. Inverna holds up her sword. She sheathes it on her back. She holds out her hands and she just she moves up 30 feet and she shouts. Hey, now, these kids do not deserve to be hurt for whatever you're thinking. Okay, if you're looking for a sacrifice, why don't you take me? All right. These kids, they don't deserve to be hurt. All right. They're little. Okay, nobody that small deserves to deal with that kind of pain. All right. I'll be the sacrifice you need. You need a sacrifice, right? Is that what you're looking for? She's going to roll persuasion. You don't know what Nixios is thinking, but it's your turn. I'm going to n- try and move closer to Nixios. All right. So you're still 110 feet. You're going to dash. Yeah. Puts you within 50 feet. Go ahead and roll me another stealth check, but this time it's the berserker that might notice you, as you're now moving past him, but off his. Still got his advantage. Right. Dad. hope
1: that's not the lowest one.
0: Got an 11. Uh, he got a 16. Um, as you're moving, he shouts and he says, Nixios, there's another. And he's pointing at you.
1: Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> um,
0: Misty stepping to get 30 feet closer to Nixios. All right. So I'm going to say you're just 20 feet behind her now. Uh, mm-hmm. Make me a stealth check. On that as well. Oh, now we roll the high one. That was a 22. 22. You are unnoticed. Uh, Berserker sees you, you disappear. And he's just going to shout out, He's moving! I don't know where he is! Uh, Nixios is going to keep her hand up. She is going to wave her hand. And you watch as... Little bubbles, two little bubbles of water, are formed right above these kids' faces. And then they slowly drop over these kids' faces. And each of these kids' heads is just in this little bubble of water. Uh, and it's just sitting there. Nixio says to Inverna, If you wish to be a sacrifice, sacrifice, come, 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 let it be so. so, But these these children children have no place place, when Talos Talos reigns. reigns. Inverna is going, she sees the berserker is still moving towards her, axe in hand, and she screams out, Bradley, these fuckers can't be negotiated with. Kill her. And she's going to rush at, she moved up 30 He moved up 60 and 60, so that would be... 150. She's going to move up 30, pull out her longbow, and fire twice at this berserker. Hell yeah. She hits once and deals him 9 points of damage. Uh, An arrow shunts into his shoulder. Looks like the fight has truly started now, Uh, and it is your turn.
1: I... See these, the
0: water go on these kids' heads, and I freak out.
1: I'm gonna try and tackle this woman,
0: okay? Uh, go ahead and so if you're grappling, you're, you're trying to grapple her right, you need yeah. to make an attack roll against her with strength. an unarmed, unarmed strike. Yeah, it's gonna be unarmed, yeah, okay. <sighs> Fuck, 13 13 is a hit.
1: Uh, oh, shit. hell um, yeah, this,
0: this woman uh, is completely naked.
1: Oh, she's completely naked? Yes. Okay.
0: She's got no armor on. No clothes on either? No clothes. Nothing. She's completely naked.
1: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I go to tackle her. um,
0: All right. And it works. Yeah. (laughs) So. So she's grappled. Let's pull up the grappled condition. A grappled creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Uh, The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is hurled away by the Thunderwave spell. So I'm going to say to get out of that, she's just going to have to beat you on an athletics check. Okay. Which will, she will make at the end of her turn. Did so, anything happen to the water bubbles? Let's see. You don't deal any damage, but I'm going to say she's still going to make constitution save to see if you broke her concentration. Uh, the water bubbles are still there. Fuck. I'm going to pull
1: out my dagger offhand and try and stab her with it. All right, go for it.
0: Roll with advantage. What am I rolling? Uh, Dex? Dagger attack. (laughs) Okay. You don't have the button for dagger? I don't have the button for dagger.
1: Yeah, it's going to be your dex and proficiency. Okay, so 17 plus whatever. Yes, you hit. Okay, so d4.
0: Plus your dex. It's oh, be, no, not... Yeah, because it's offhand. Sorry. It's going to be uh, one damage. Uh, she cannot fail a save with one damage. She has plus three to these saves. Um, so, well, I guess I'll roll for nat one. Nat one is an auto-fail save, so, which she doesn't roll. Um, You just kind of slice uh, a finger. doesn't seem to do much at all. This berserker is able to... Get to Inverna with the 20 feet left. He is going to make a reckless attack against her. Which is good, because he would have missed that one. And he misses that one. He swings wildly, just like giant arc of this axe. It crashes into Inverna's plate mail, and his axe bounces off. Uh, she kind of smirks and says, Hell yeah! Says you're going to have to do better than that, you piece of shit. It's this Kraken Priest's turn. Um... You hear her say, You will not defile, defile my ritual. ritual. And her, as she says ritual, just the voice booms ungodly. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Charisma? Charisma saving. Throw. Inverno's okay. making one too. She succeeds.
1: I have a plus eight to that. So Holy let's hope I roll
0: high. I got an 11. An 11? Yeah. You. Realize that she wasn't speaking. A kraken was speaking through her. And you are fucking terrified. You are suffering from the frightened condition.
1: Of course I am. God damn it.
0: You have a, you have disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls, while the source of its fear, her, is within sight. You can't willingly move closer to her. So I'm going to say that well on your turn, you're going to let go of her. And that's it. You just can't willingly move closer to her. So that Can I still willingly attack her? Disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls. while well, the source of your fear is with the to sight. So yes, you have to move away from her. Um, but otherwise, you can attack. Um, okay. Let's see here. Let's see here. I think that's her whole turn. Um, it's Inverna's turn. She, I'm going to say, bonus action, switches to sword. I think technically that would be a full turn to switch, but rules is written, but fuck that. We'll say she drops her bow into the mud instead of stowing it safely. Okay. She rolls to hit once, hits, hits again, deals eight plus eight. Deals 16 points of damage to this berserker as she just slices uh, into his face and blood spews. She screams out, Bradley, those kids, they're going to be drowning. I need. Oh, no, it's just your turn.
1: Um, can I do my charisma save or does it have to wait till the end of my turn? End of your turn. Fuck! Okay. How. So I get off of her. Yeah. Um, how close to these kids am I? Uh, 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cast Fireball uh, 20 feet away from this priest so that she still has to make the dex save, but nobody else
0: does. Nice. Nice, nice, nice.
1: And I need her to make a dexterity saving throw. That's a 19. She succeeds, so she's going to take 32 half to 16 damage, and she needs to make her constitution. constitution
0: save. She succeeds. The kids are still in the bubbles. Fuck! You see their bodies are starting to twitch. They are drowning.
1: And now uh, I can make my charisma safe?
0: Yes. God, please. Uh, 20. When that voice first hit you, all you could think about, it was just like a flash in your mind of being dragged to the bottom of the ocean. It was a fear of drowning, maybe. Now you see actual children are drowning. And... The only person that's going to be able to save them is you. And you realize fear is not a choice right now. And you are no longer frightened. This... Oh, I forgot. Inverna would have had advantage on attacking that berserker because he reckless attacked. So I'll, I'll give her advantage on the next one. Okay. He swings and he hits her. Just kind of clobbers into her armor for 13 points of damage. It's the Kraken's the Kraken Priest's turn. She is going two. She's going to reach out and try and hit you with this thunder touch. You watches her hand, looks like it kind of stops for a second and almost breaches space and then you hear a giant boom of thunder. She just palms you in the chest and a giant wave of thunder hits you and you take 28 points of damage.
1: Okay.
0: Let's see here. Inverna uh, is going to have advantage on attacking this Berserker. That would hit. That would hit. That would miss. That would hit. So she hits twice. I was hoping for a nat 20. She didn't get it. That's 6 points of damage plus 14 points of damage. She deals 20 damage to this guy. And he looks fucked up, but he is not dead. Um, as she just stabs him right into the peck. And kind of peels some of his muscle off as she yanks her sword out. It is your turn. God. Gonna have to use my
1: trusty mace. And I'm gonna say, enough of this! And try and hit her with it. Alright. That's gonna be a 16 to hit. Oh, that hits. That's uh, 11 points of damage.
0: Alright. You clock her in the jaw. Her head kind of whips. And those bubbles pop. And those kids... (sighs) (sighs) Um, and they both—fucking uh, <laughs> god—they're coughing. Uh, each of them coughing up the water. Um, you see, one of them kind of turns the other and says, "It's okay, niece. Okay," and just kind of passes out next to his his sister.
1: And then offhand, going to try and hit with this dagger that's going to be seventeen to hit. It hits, and then that's just a D four.
0: That's going to be another one point of damage. All right. Whittling her down. You, yeah, you just kind of lash out with that one and just slices one of her tentacles on her face. Hell yeah. Uh, Berserker attacks Inverna. Nat one. Inverna slides his axe to the side and then is able to pull her blade back. She deals some 12 points of damage. Uh, he's now getting his ass kicked by her fully. Hell yeah. It's the Kraken Priest's turn. Now that you have... Broken concentration on that. You see she turns her hand into a fist, the hand that's stayed up pretty much this whole time towards the sky, and I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw.
1: Okay. I get... uh, I'm proficient at those, so... But, of course, I roll an 11.
0: Okay, you fail, um, and you take... A a bolt of lightning strikes down onto the ground uh, and just kind of shockwaves. I'm going to... I'm going to say, Your lightning has no effect on
1: me, Talos! And use my last of my fucking bardic inspirations. And this this is going to do six less damage.
0: Okay, so 19 is knocked down to 13. Thank God. I'm down to nine, but... Alright, take 13 points of damage. Back up the hill. Inverna swings and misses. And hits deals let's see if you can kill this guy off she does she does um she slices uh through this guy's cheeks cuts his head in half uh and uses her movement to start heading towards you to help you out
1: here's a question yes could i tell if this woman is immune to thunder damage
0: you have no reason to believe that okay you watch as you got hit with the lightning you You can hear Inverna, she's very loud, just stumbling down the hill towards you. About 30 feet behind this kraken priest is swamp. And you watch as a 12-foot tall form of water pull itself from the swamp and start moving itself towards you. It collapses into the mud, and you watch as the mud is almost swimming towards you. It then blasts itself out of the ground. Does a 13 hit you? 13 does not hit me. It swings at you, smashes into the mud. These two kids have scrambled. They've run. I thought you said they passed out. One passed out. I'm going to say the sister carried the team, grabbed her brother, dragged him to safety. okay. This thing tries to slam into you. Mud goes flying as you jump to the side, and it swings at you again. Uh, Seven does not hit you. So... Um, or 8 does not hit you. You are missed twice. It is your turn. There's a water elemental attacking you now as well as this Kraken Priest. Is there a point where this, the
1: water elemental and the Kraken Priest are both within 10 feet of each other that also isn't touching me? Absolutely. Okay, then I'm going to cast Shatter at that point, and I'm going to say, I'm just going to actually strum my lyre like behind my back. I'm not even going to pull it out. I'm just going to... Hell yeah. And they both need to make a constitution saving throw for well, me.
0: Water elemental rolls an 8. Fails. Kraken Priest rolls a 13. Fails. All right. They both take 14 points of thunder damage. Alright, you watch as this water kind of wavers and this thing does not look hurt at all. The Kraken Priest, on the other hand, gets hit with this, and you see that there's like blood pouring out of her ears. And she says, You will not defeat us." us. That was. You got anything else on your turn?
1: I. Bonus action, gonna try and hit her with my dagger. Okay. Yeah, I miss. Okay.
0: It is her turn. Oh, wait, she has to make a Constitution Saving Throw on her Lightning. Oh, she fails! You want as the storm clouds clear up. Hell yeah. She is going to say... Drop, drop. ...to you, and you need to make me a wisdom saving throw. What does she want me to drop? Uh, everything you're holding. That's, that's the way to spell. The target drops whatever it is holding and then ends its turn. I got a 13. 13 is... a failure. Um, you drop your mace and dagger into the mud. Inverna was far away. She's still far away, but she's going to whip out her bow. She moved 30 more feet. She's going to fire twice at this priest. Hits and hits. Does 14 damage to this priest. You watch as just one of the tentacles just gets peeled off of this thing's face uh, as an arrow flies through, and then another one hits it right in the... Side of the arm, she looks pissed. She looks like she's very, very hurt. She's not as hurt as you, but she's fucked up. It is the water elemental's turn. This water elemental is going to try and pull you into its body. I need you to make me a strength saving throw. I got a plus five. I got an 18. 18. You dodge out of the way as this thing is trying to envelop you. Then one of its arms just kind of like backstroke slams at you as it just kind of moves past you. So now you're sandwiched in between the, the, the Kraken Priest and the Elemental. And 11 does not hit you. 11 does not hit me. Uh, it is your turn.
1: I... Right in between the two of them, that's perfect for me. I don't have my weapons. Love that. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. And right. they both need to make a constitution
0: saving throw for me. Water Elemental rolls a 15. That It succeeds. And the Kraken Priest rolls a 16. They both succeed. So...
1: They're going to take half this damage and not get pushed 10 feet from me. God damn it. Uh, nine half to, what, four?
0: Yep. All right. They each take the four damage. They both kind of quake, but, you know, they're they're still there. This Kraken Priest is going to try and attack you uh, with with her same thunder hand, which is incredibly strong. Uh, that is a nat one. Holds out her hands. You grab it, yank her to the ground, and she is prone. Hell yeah! Um, Inverna moves up thirty feet so that she's still not in melee range. So she's gonna fire, firing at the. Of course, you knocked her prone, so that's actually gonna be disadvantage. She's gonna fire at the water elemental, even though it is resistant to non-magical damage. She says, "Fuck it." Hits. Hits half this really quickly so 12 half to six Uh, you watch as these arrows kind of fly through its face and it pulls off a little bit of water but this thing looks looks really strong still it is the elemental's turn see if it can recharge its whelm it cannot it swings at you once bradley 24 to hit you take 10 points of damage I'm down. This thing swings its arm upwards. It uppercuts you. You go flying into the air, land in the mud. You can feel a few broken ribs for sure. You are mm. fading in and out of consciousness. As you hit the ground, your head hit the ground, you feel that just absolute pain of a headache as you are in a lot of danger. The word you hear your father say in your mind is adventurer i need you to make me a death saving throw a 10 all right that's a success okay it is this kraken priest turn she is going to point a finger at inverna and say Flee. Verna has to make a wisdom save. Which she rolls a fucking nat 20 on. Hell yeah. And Verna says, You flee, bitch. Fires two arrows. Oh, also the Kraken Priest stood up to do that. Verna fires two arrows at this Kraken Priest. Hits. Hits. Probably about to kill her. Exactly the amount of damage she needed. You watch uh, dying, but you watch as this Kraken Priest is standing over you takes an arrow to each eye, and falls down dead over your body. It just kind of lands on you. Uh, and this wet, slimy, naked tiefling uh, is dead on top of you. With blood spilling out on you. The elemental moves towards Inverna. He is now... They're now within range of each other. Nat 20 on attacking Inverna. Is this where Bradley and Inverna die? <laughs> you watch from your... Uh, Dying position as this water elemental swings two arms downwards onto Inverna's head, smash like crumples her into the mud. She goes down and she stays down. The two of you have been defeated. This elemental is moving about. Go ahead and make me another death save. I'm not going down like this, I say as I roll a nine. <laughs> that's a fail. I'm going to take a pause here. I'm going to tell the DMs of future Stormlord's Wrath this encounter is incredibly fucking hard, paired with the last one. Not only did all this happen, there was supposed to be an extra Berserker, and there was supposed to be another Water Weird summoned. I didn't do any of that, and I just TPK'd my party. <laughs> However, the book gives you some options which I'm about to play out. You are coughing up blood. You see Inverna is down. Inverna makes death saves same as you. She's a sidekick. She's not an NPC. That is a five. You feel a coldness, but it quickly begins to subside as you watch eight horses gallop into Leilan. They're hundreds of feet away, and you can barely keep your eyes open. But you do realize that they are on your side as you watch a blast of lightning slam into this water elemental, and it seizes up. Horses surround this giant thing as it's seizing from from the lightning spears are being thrown into it, you can vaguely make out in your semi-conscious state the symbol of Neverwinter. You hear a voice ring out, That's it, lads! We're killing it! And you watch as these men pepper and take down this wa- water elemental. I need you to make me another death save. If you roll a nat 1, Bradley Copper will die. A 19. As a success. If I roll a nat 1 with Inverna, she will die. Mm. Nat 20. Oh! Inverna <laughs> pushes herself up. You can kind of see she's... Seeing all of this, she watches as the water elemental splashes down around her. She looks up and she says, Who are you? This man hops down from his horse and says, The name is Gallio Alibrio, at your Modular is Thorne George's Bradley Copper. Job is our DM. The story heard today as well as 99% of the characters were created by Wizards of the Coast and can be found in the module Stormlord's Wrath. Holly Lyons is our fantastic editor. Bethany Gray does our gorgeous cover art. Devin Clark is our talented webmaster. Our music today was written and performed by Max Hedman. You can find Max's music anywhere you listen to music and you can find his website link in the description of this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at ModThePod. Join our private Facebook group, The Modular Podcast Fan Club. Follow us on Instagram at The Modular Podcast. Follow us on TikTok at The Modular Podcast. And subscribe to us on YouTube at The Modular Podcast. Here's a very special shout out to Delve Candles. You can find them on Twitter at Delve Candles, or you can go to delvecandles.com. Uh, I just found them and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it turns out they make D or TTRPG adventure inspired candles. Uh, As soon as I saw that, I went online, I went onto their website, and I was like, I'm getting some candles. I love candles. I I really love candles. They had this sample pack for only $13. I checked it out, and I was like, I can smell all their different candles and then pick out whatever I want later. I ordered them. This is a local business, or not a local business. This is a small business. You know, we're not talking about Amazon. I was thinking I'm going to get these candles in three weeks, and I got them in like four days. It was super fast. And they smell amazing. They are so nice. Uh, my favorite one is called Long Rest. Uh, it's just, they, they make these candles for different things in your campaign. Like you could, you could burn this candle just for the time you're dealing with this thing. Like there's a tavern one. If you're burning that during your tavern scene, you're going to invoke that kind of emotion. And it's, it's a really cool kind of cerebral experience. Not only are you experiencing, you know, maybe the sights that your DM is, describing to you and the sounds of your DM's voices he's making or she's making, but now you've got the smell. You just added a whole nother aspect to your D&D experience and it is so fucking cool. So please go check them out. They're awesome. I know it sounds like I'm getting paid to say this, but I'm not. I, I This is just a business that I want to support and I figure I could use my voice to support them here. Y'all are awesome. We love all the feedback we're getting for the show. Um, the season seems to be really taking off. People seem to love it. Uh, crowds are going wild everywhere I walk. I mean, I'm, I'm just constantly hassled, you know, take my picture of of me <laughs> without you. Uh, give me your dice. Give give me those dice, people say. Uh, give me that autograph. Autograph my ass, they say. And I, you know, it's, it's a hassle to go to the grocery store, but I love it. Uh, I'm so glad that y'all love the show. Uh, just remember that new episodes come out every Tuesday. And until then, thank you for listening to Modular.